Today we're going to discuss uh, whether a ger is chayiv in kibbutz aim. We just came across something similar in Masachas Yivamos in the Daf Yomi, so I figured it's a good time to talk about the topic. It's an interesting discussion because it's a, a you're torn a little bit. On the one hand, we know that in Chazal's view, ger shenola ger shenizgayus kikatan shenola dami. When a ger converts, he's like a brand new person. He's not related on a daraisa level. He's even allowed to marry his mother midaraisa. It's only midrabanan kedei shelo yomru that bami kedusha chamura to kedusha kala. That we don't allow him to, uh, to to marry his mother or his sister or whatever. So on the one hand, we know he's not really related to his parents, uh, and therefore we would think there would be no kibravim. On the other hand, they are his parents, so you would think that there should be some level of kibravim. So it's interesting the way this is formulated by the poskim, the Rambam in Parakei Aloch Aleph of Hilchus uh, Mamim writes as as follows. Uh, the lashon over here, the Rambam writes. A ger is not allowed to curse or hit his non-Jewish father. Nor should he humiliate him so that people shouldn't say that he went from a Kedusha Chamur to a Kedusha Kala. That back when he was a non-Jew, he wasn't allowed to hit or curse his father. Now he can risk the Judaism and all of a sudden that becomes mutter. That would look terrible. Elanoi bo miktsas kavod. Says the Rambam, what does the Ger do? He honors his father with miktsas kavod. With some level of kavod, a little bit of kavod. That's the formulation of the Rambam. Shulchan Aruch and Yardei Rishma Avosav Tess quotes the Rambam almost exactly with one minor change. Shulchan Aruch writes, Ger asu lekalal aviv ha'oviv kuchavim ulakosa v'loyivazeyu shloyomru ba'om mikdush chamur lekdush kala uh, and that's it. He leaves out the mixas kavod. He says not to be mekalel, not to be mevazeh, not to be makia. Don't hit him. Don't humiliate him. Don't curse him. But leaves out this idea of mixas kavod. Now the uh, the mefarshim on the Rambam uh, struggle to find what is the source of this Rambam. Where does Rambam get this from? It does not this does not appear in any Gemara. So there are a number of suggestions that are made by the mefarshim Rambam. Because the Mishnah writes that the Rambam is based on the Gemara in Yevamos Tavchav Beis. So just in the Davyomi, that explains that the only reason that a uh, ger is not allowed to marry his biological relatives is, as we mentioned, because people would assume that it was usher for him to do such when he was a guy. Now he converts and he becomes mutter. So things become mutter when he becomes a Jew. Things become less severe for him when he becomes a Jew. That would look terrible. So if we exempt a, uh, a ger from kibur aveim, it would be the same the same problem. Rav Moshe in Igros Moshe Yerdechel Beis Simon Kovlam it says that that can't be the explanation over here because there's a fundamental difference. One of the Shev Mitzvahs B'nai Noach is Arayos. So a ger really has a halacha that he's not allowed a guy really has a halacha that he's not allowed to marry his sister or his mother. So if, if after converting we would say, oh it's okay, now you can do it that would look terrible. But is there any din anywhere that a guy has a mitzvah of kibbutz aveim? There's no mitzvah of kibbutz aveim for a guy. So why would it look like you came from a Kedusha Chamura to Kedusha Kala. You weren't Chayiv when you were a guy either in Kibra Ve'em. Rabbi Kiveger in his comments on the Shulchan Aruch explains the Rambam a little differently. He says, we're not worried that people will think that the guy's halachic status has changed in any way. He, even when he was a guy, he had no halachic obligation to honor his parents. The concern is on a very practical level that the Rambam saying that since most people, most decent human beings honor their parents and people are going to say, look, he acted 
acted like a normal human being when he was a non-Jew and he therefore honored his parents and now you're going to tell him he doesn't have to honor his parents that's going to look bad that he's going to stop honoring his parents as soon as he becomes Jewish Rav Moshe doesn't like that approach either though he doesn't think that Rabbi Kivegu's approach is correct either the Rambam always throughout all of uh, Mishnah Torah always uh, quotes halachas without attributing them to their original sources but there's always a source for something whenever the Rambam says a Chiddush that didn't appear in the Gemara that it's going to be something new the Rambam always writes Yira'eli over here he did not write that so this can't just be based on some new idea that the Ramam came up with that since it was decent and normal for a guy to honor his parents it's going to look bad if as a Jew he doesn't honor his parents and also the Ramam uh, the, the language of wouldn't really be precise that, that if, if it was just that it was normal for a guy to honor his parents not a halachic obligation to do so so if Moshe suggests a third possibility. A guy has no chiyuv of kibravim, but says Rav Moshe, a guy does have a chiyuv of hakarasatov. A guy is chayiv to have midos tovos, and one of the most fundamental midos tovos a human being has to have is hakarasatov to express gratitude. Both Jews and non-Jews are chayiv to have hakarasatov and alar bikfuye tova. Adam Arishon didn't have the status of a Jew, was taken to task for not expressing hakarasatov. He complained about the great gift of chava that God had given to him, and uh, he's, he's punished for that. The notion that there's an aspect of kibra abeim that's based on hakarasatov is very clearly provable from a uh, Mishnah in Meseches Bamatziah. The Mishnah says that if you have Avedas Aviv Avedas Rabbo, that if your father lost something and your Rebbe lost something, and you're only able to retrieve one of them to return, whose item do you return? Your father's or your Rebbe's? Says the Mishnah, well, let's look at the, uh, the, the, the nature of the relationship with these two people. Your father brought you into Olam Hazeh. Your Rebbe is going to bring you to Olam Abba, and therefore you should return your Rebbe's object. Now the implication is that the reason, the driving force for returning it is the Hakara Satov you have for the good that they've done for you. The good that your father did for you is he brought you into this world. The good that your Rebbe did for you is he brings you into the next world. So it seems a Hakara Satov driven. If that's the case, the Kibbut Avim is driven partially at least by Hakara Satov, then certainly a guy would have a Chiyuv Midina Hakara Satov. So Moshe explains that's why the Rambam writes that what do you have to be knowing? What does the Ger have to be knowing? Miktsas Kavod. The exact parameters of Miktsas Kavod are very hard to define, but maybe we can understand what the Rama means is that there's Tzvei Dinim in Kibbut Aveim. There's a general Din of Kibbut Aveim, whether your parents ever did anything good for you or not, plus there's a broader Din of Hakar Satov. Miktsas Kavod would tell me that only that which is driven by Hakar Satov would, uh, would be an obligation for a Ger to have toward his parent. What about a, the, the context of this Shuvah of Ramosha? Was Ramosha was asked about a, a Ger visiting a sick biological parent, a parent who's ill. The parent requested to see her child and grandchild before she died, and the mother and daughter hadn't been in contact for 20 years, but they were interested in renewing acquaintances before she dies, and they wanted to know if you're allowed to, uh, if, you're, if, if they should go be Mavakrachola, and then go visit and renew acquaintances. So the person asking the question to Rav Moshe said maybe it should be Mutter based on the idea of Shema Yachzir Lesuro. The Gemara in Masech's Kiddush and Daf Yud Zayin says that a Ger Yoresh 
of the guy, Ger inherits his father because we're afraid that if we cut him out of his family's inheritance, he's going to yachsu the pseudo, he's going to abandon Judaism and go back to his old religion. But Moshe says, nah, that's not a good enough reason to say why you should have to provide or be allowed to be emotionally involved. That's about money. Money will always get someone to, uh, to abandon their, their principles. But if it's just about emotions, maybe it's not the same thing. And they, then Ramosha then Ramosha says, yeah, but even so, for sure you're allowed to visit the biological mother. And he says, here's why. The very fact that people will view a chumrah in this area as evidence to the Torah being unethical and the Torah being so mean that we don't allow, that itself is enough reason shalom to go visit the parents. Also, he says, the Raman Paskins explicitly that a ger has to have a sense of akaraz atov. What kind of akarazatov is that? This person brought you into the world and you're not going to go visit them when they're sick. They, they, their only request is to, to see you, to meet their, their grandchild. It's, he says that it would be, there's no doubt the, uh, the, that there's a requirement to, to, honor, uh, to, 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 to honor in this case. Um, even though the Shulchan Aruch doesn't quote this din of Miktas Kavod, Shulchan Aruch doesn't aser Miktas Kavod, he just doesn't mention Miktas Kavod. And then Ramosha says, if you refuse to go, he says that's probably more like being Mekalel, Mevaze, and Makeh. That's not just a din of Kavod. If uh, someone is dying and they're asking for you to come and to, to visit them, that would be much, that, that would not fit in the category of Kavod. That would be in the category of doing something negative and terrible to them. What about Avelus? After the parent dies, does the Ger observe Avelus? The Ramam, the second part of Vilchazavel, the Shulchanarchi, Yardeh, Shinai, Indalid, Sif, Hey, Paskin, that a Ger should not observe the laws of Shiva for a biological parent, even if the parents also converted together with the children. Now, that is not agreed upon by all Rishonim. If you look in the Ramah and the Shach, the Mordechai, but uh, the, the Shach, Sif Katnei over there, points out that all who consider Avelus to be Durabanan would certainly hold that there's no of Avelus for a ger on his parents. However, Rav Meishe Sturmbach in Tshuva Svan Hagos, Chelek Aleph, points out, uh, he was asked about a case of a guy whose grandma, a boy whose grandmother had undergone a reform conversion. This in this case. Grandmother under, had undergone a reform conversion and therefore uh, it was not a valid conversion. She thought it was, but it wasn't. Her daughter was therefore born not a Jew. She thought her daughter was a Jew, but the daughter upgraded to an Orthodox conversion and her children are all Jewish. So this boy was born a Jew from a Jewish mother. The grandmother uh, is not a Jew and is not really related. Now, the grandmother had no idea that the daughter upgraded her conversion, that she actually went through a new conversion, and they never told her. They never told her that we're, uh, you know, that, that we're not really related because uh, your conversion was, uh, was a joke. They never, they, never, they never did anything. The whole thing was done very quietly, and it would be very embarrassing if people would see that he's not sh- sitting Shiva for his mother in this case. So, uh, actually, no, the boy, right, the case was that the mother converted after the boy was born. So the, all th- the, the grandmother the kept only her reformed conversion. The mother and the boy did an orthodox conversion after the boy was already born. So the boy and the mother were not really related. The boy wanted to know, can he sit Shiva for the, uh, for the mother? So Shurmuk says, 
quotes the Shita Tachsam Sofer, who says that if, uh, even though the halach is that a family of a suicide victim does not observe Avelos from a halachic perspective, but nevertheless, uh, even though we, we're, we're, we, we don't, uh, that would be the halacha, we allow it to be done to, uh, to protect the dignity of the family. If it's going to be very embarrassing for the family, we allow, we allow Shiva in that case. So although Chazal were concerned that people shouldn't be given the impression that a woman who's uh, Gioras was born Jewish, uh, considering these circumstances, Rav Shumbach felt that there's a lot of room to be lenient in this, in this case. But, Rav Shumbach said, he's only allowed to observe Avelos, but he cannot accept any of the kulas of Aninus, meaning what well, before the Kvura, he certainly can't eat without a bracha and, uh, and uh, you know, skip davening and things like that. He certainly has to put on tefillin and all the rest, but, uh, but the observances of Avelos, he's allowed to do. So it gets a little tricky when uh, dealing with Gerim, but I think that's the minag, that if there is, especially if the parent had converted, that people do are knowing to observe some sort of Avelos. It's a Rishos it's not a uh, it's not a mitzvah to do, but it's something that they're permitted to do.